Gentlemen, you know who we are. I'm the Microphone Messiah. He is a Canadian destroyer. He likes to destroy my people. I don't know why. Philip and Brandon are back. Uh, we have another top 10 for you, ladies and gentlemen. As you can tell by the name of the video, top 10 favorite female wrestlers of all the times. Brandon, how you doing, man? It's Wednesday. This is going up on Friday. How you doing, dude? Philip, I'm doing just fine. It's it's a Wednesday. I'm kind of losing track of days, to be honest with you. I don't even know what day of quarantine we're in at this point, but it's whatever. Yes, 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 yes. It, it is what. When when did uh when, when did California officially go on quarantine? March what? It was like the weekend of that APW show because I was supposed to do a story on it, and then like everything shut down, and then I had to like do another story, and like... then after that, that's so like mid March. So we, we've been on this for like what? Four months at this point, five months. It's like a hundred and thirty-six days, thirty-seven, something like that. That's too damn long. Too too damn long. It's almost it's it's almost August. Like time, it feels like it hasn't moved, but it has. It's flown by. Wow. I mean, mm, who who knows, man? Who knows? But we're 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 here to help you guys escape from the pandemic quarantine era. As much as we can. So, I, I don't remember who went first last time we did one of these. So, Brandon, if, if you have any honorable mentions, go right ahead. So, to be honest, Philip, I thought the list was, like, the best women wrestlers of all time. So, my, my list might be a little funky, but I can adjust on the fly because that's the type of person I am. But in my honorable mention, the honorable mention that I have is someone who I, I don't think I've ever actually seen her work. But she is widely regarded of people smarter than me will say she is the greatest woman's wrestler of all time. And that would be Mildred Burke back in the day. So y'all people, y'all youngins out there, you know, do your research, find out who Mildred Burke is, because she's. you think Becky Lynch is a superstar in drawing money, Mildred Burke blows her out of the water. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, uh, oh, oh, okay, I mean... It, it was our favorite women, but I mean, you're gonna adjust. I on mean, the they're fly. they're they're pretty much two of the same because I didn't go like Japanese women from the '90s. I mean, oh, mostly I, I, all of these are just like you know modern wrestlers I, from I North did. America. For for my for my uh, honorable mention, I'm I'm going Bull Nakano, dude. You hear about the great work she did with uh, Alundra Blaze Medusa, a woman you met at Starcast. Lovely woman. You, you hear about all the you hear about all the great work they did back in the '90s in the WWF and that women's division in that era. And another honorable mention is China. I didn't I didn't grow up during her work, um, but hell, you know she revolutionized the business for women. IC champ, all this other great stuff, man. So yeah, yeah, they're they're, they're in the honorable mentions. And I'm sure you know throw you can throw a Mae Young in there. Absolutely, you know there's a tournament named after her. For the great work she did back in the day. A Wendy Richter? Yeah. Absolutely. So I guess I'm going to start it off. Number 10. Might be a shocker to you. I don't know if you even think I'd put her on this list. And I will go with Charlotte. I know. I, I make fun of Charlotte all the time. I say she's not that, you know, she's overrated. But I think putting her at 10, that's 
good enough. You know, I'm giving her the recognition. She's been there. You know, she's been a part of a lot of great matches, even though most of those matches was because the other person was making it a great match. I'm just saying, I feel like Charlotte is, is if she's if she's in there with someone lesser than her, she ain't going to get a great match out of her. But if she's with someone there better than her, then she can have a great match. So she's kind of like your boy back there, big match, John or Triple H. Wow. Well, first of all, the 10 is too low. That's absolutely too low. She needs to crack at least the top five. And dude, I mean, no, Charlotte, Charlotte's very good. She's basically what her father used to do. You know, Rick used to go to a territory with a, with a no-name guy, you know, wrestle him for an hour, make the guy, then the next thing you know, the guy was the biggest thing in the territory. Well, Flair went off to like New Zealand or Abu Dhabi or something to defend the 10 pounds of gold. Like, yeah, man. I mean, come on. She's no Rick, let's be honest. I mean, no, no, no. I mean, Rick's the GOAT, but, you know, she's she's not number one on my list. But, you know, she, she's... She, she, let's say, you know, about two and a half, three years from now, she could she could crack number one. We don't know. We'll see. I think it also has to do with maybe the booking, because her booking has been just so erratic, and she's a babyface sometimes and a heel the other times. And if she just kind of stayed in, like, let's just say she was a heel for the entire run, and she was doing great work, I think I would like her a lot more. Yeah, yeah, her 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 booking has been erratic. I mean, she would when she debuted on the roster. Yes, heel. Okay, that's fine. But I mean, look, I'll talk about Charlotte once I get to her. Once I get to her. So I guess we're going with my number ten. This may shock a couple people, but uh, the beautiful people. Yes, and I'll I'll go Madison, not Madison Rain, but uh, Velvet Sky and Angelina Love to to. Fine women I met at StarCast. Uh, yeah, man, I, when I was watching TNA back in the day, you know, they were they were featured talents on that show. Um, they were having longer matches than the Divas in WWE during the Divas era. And, you know, they held the knockouts tag titles. Both of those women have been the knockouts champion in TNA. And, you know, they were, they were, they were um, a featured part of that show. They got multi-seg matches, and all times they weren't good, but they got better over time, and... You know, they became one of the uh, highest-drawing acts. I, I think they are the highest-drawing act in TNA. Well, Philip, I do have some TNA people on my list. I don't have that many women, but the blue, beautiful people are an act that I do remember. Did met, met Velvet Sky WrestleMania weekend, so that was a lot of fun. But, I mean, they're, they're, they're good. I mean, you kind of look at their gimmick, and they're like, oh, they're kind of all sex. But when it comes down to the ring... They're not that bad. Absolutely. Absolutely, dude. So who's your number nine? Well, we're going number nine. I said I got some TNA people, so I'm going to stick to that. I'm going to go with Awesome Kong at number nine. Maybe, I know, maybe a little bit too low. I think she's done a lot of great work. I don't know if you even have her on the list, Philip. Well, actually, that's not too low because I have her at number nine as well. Well, look at that. We're agreeing on something for once. I know it's it's very rare, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I, you get into why you have her at nine, and then I'll do it as well. Well, I just think that she's such a different character, such a different body type and person in the women's wrestling game, and I think that she was able to, you know, do a lot of great stuff. Unfortunately, when she had her run in WWE, it wasn't really she didn't really do anything, which was definitely uh, sad to see. But her time in TNA, I thought she did some great work there. She is a part of AEW, I guess, but she hasn't been on it for a long time. I hope that she comes back and she can she can do something. Maybe not be the main person, but maybe a mentor, maybe someone who can have a few matches every now and then, kind of like an Andre, just kind of come in, you know, have a 
a showcase match and then she bounces. Absolutely, dude. Yeah, she was another one that shined during that uh that TNA era. It was, it was her and uh and Gail Kim, who I'm going to get to a little bit later on this list, they really dominated that women's division. They put it on the map, and the matches those two women had together were absolutely amazing. Yeah, her WWE run, it wasn't great. I mean, she really didn't do much. I mean, you know, she had got pregnant, and so she, she left the company, unfortunately had a miscarriage. She did go back to TNA Impact uh, later on and uh, ha- had some more very good matches. You know, her career's be, been rejuvenated with uh, the Glow series on Netflix. She's uh, a mentor there and also uh, one of the cast members on screen. And yes, she she's a part of AEW when she appeared at Double or Nothing. Dude, that, that was one of my hardest pops. I was like, oh my god, she's a effing badass. I'm so glad she's with this company. And, you know, I'd love to see her have a run with the strap. You know, I don't... I don't know, like, uh, how much, uh, I don't know if she has any real limitations in the ring, because we didn't, we haven't really seen her work like that, but, you know, if she has a match or two and she looks pretty good, why not, man? Why not? Why not? So I'm going to go on to my number eight, and you talked about it. These two women are synonymous with each other, so I will go with Gail Kim at my number eight. She had a run in WWE, fairly successful, definitely better than what Awesome Kong did, but I think she definitely made a name for herself and did her best work in TNA, in Impact. A lot of great matches there. I mean, WWE wants to claim the women's revolution happened in whatever, 2016, but let's be honest, TNA was doing some great women's wrestling 10 years before that, and Gail Kim was definitely the focal point of that knockouts division. And she was able to, you know, get some good matches out of the beautiful people, out of Awesome Kong and maybe some other women who, you know, were only there, not only there, but they may not have had the best working ability. And I felt that Gail Kim was able to get the best out of them. And that's why I feel as though she's one of my favorite and also one of the greatest women's wrestlers of the past 25 plus years or whatever. Well, I, you're not going to believe this. Guess, guess who's at my number, my number eight as well. It's not Gail Kim, I'm joking. You can look, but you can't touch. I gotta give it to the Bella Twins, guys. I mean, they they debuted in the Divas era, 2008, sure. But, you know, Twin Magic, it was fun. It was fun. Uh, Brie had a run with the title in 2011, and then Nikki had one run with it, and then... Dude, Nikki got pretty good at the end. She really did. She started having these really good matches. I mean, I was in the house for Hell in the Cell 2014, Nikki versus Brie. It was a pretty good match. I mean, Paige and AJ Lee was better, but it was it was a pretty good match. And you know, Nikki, some people may say it's out of spite due to who had the record, but she becomes the longest reigning Divas champion of all time. She had good matches with Charlotte, and then the, uh, at Evolution, she had a pretty good match with Ronda Rousey. You know, she she was just she she was having better matches towards the end of her career. Yeah, I definitely agree with you that the so I'll, we're just going Nikki Bella, or are we going both Bella twins? Just to be uh, on, just I'll, be clear. I'll, 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 I'll give it. It's more Nikki, but I'm giving it to both Bella twins because I mean, you know, they, they 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 were different for their time in the Divas era. They didn't go off and pose naked. They didn't do Playboy. They made a brand by working hard. You know, that grit, that determination. So yeah, I'm, I'm giving it to the Bellas. I do agree with you that Nikki Bella in particular might be a little underrated. I do think that she was doing a lot of great work, not great work, but she was doing a lot of good work in that uh, her last Divas title reign. Brie Bella, you know, she's okay. I mean, she came in for that run with Daniel Bryan and Miz and Maurice. And I mean, she was a little rusty. I mean, she was on, she had a baby and then she came back and she wasn't the best, but I do think Nikki might be the better out of the Bella twins and, 
you know, I mean, they were kind of the the bridge from Trish and Lita into this current generation of wrestlers, uh, you know, Kelly Kelly and all that. But I think the Bellatones is kind of the the perfect mix of, you know, yes, they had the sex appeal, but they had enough credibility in the ring to where, you know, WWE gave them the spotlight as much as they did. Yeah, there you go. There you go, man. So who, who else do you got? We're going to move on to number seven, and we're going to go with someone who should be the Raw Women's Champion at this point, but we'll talk about that. Well, we did talk about that on the Bullet Cast yesterday. That would be Asuka. I love Asuka's work. I think she's did a lot of great work in NXT. Haven't seen too much of what she did over in Japan, but in NXT, I thought she did great work. You know, super protected. She had that long uh, winning streak. She wins the Royal Rumble and all that other stuff. In the past maybe year or two, she kind of was falling off. She wasn't doing a whole lot, but I think this last few months, especially during the quarantine era, she's definitely uh, been recognized as an MVP and she's been given the ball. And I think she's definitely run with it. She's definitely in this, uh, you know, marquee feud with Sasha Banks and Bailey. I think she's doing some good work. Her and Kyrie Sane in the tag team division was also really great as well. And I love Asuka. So putting her as my number seven. Okay. Okay. All right. I, I have a woman of Asian descent at my number seven as well. Uh, I'm going Gail Kim. You know, this is where we're really going to get into it. She had two runs in WWE. The first one, okay, sure, she won the woman's title, yeah. But then she went off to TNA, bro, and she just, she excelled. She absolutely excelled. The matches with Awesome Kong, the stuff with Daphne. She comes back to WWE in like 09. It didn't really work out. I mean, it didn't. I mean, the most notable thing she did was she had like a little love storyline with Daniel Bryan. You know, but then she goes back to TNA and she thrives yet again having matches with a Mickey James and a uh, a Victoria who was Tara and that last knockout standing match with Taryn Terrell who was Tiffany in WWE the ECW general manager people don't think of that but it was I was that was really good as well you know so yeah man it's I I, I, I look at it like that it's absolutely absolutely great for Gail Kim Exactly. I've already kind of talked about Gail Kim, so I don't want to go too much into it. So I'm going to go on to my number six. You, you just said her, and for some reason I didn't think of her when I was doing my list. So at number six, I did have Paige. Shout out Paige. But I think she's going to get knocked out to the honorable mentions. Paige, love her. But I'm going to replace her with Mickey James. I love Mickey James's work when she was in WWE that first time. She had that run with Trish Stratus, the stalker. They had the the lesbian aspect of things, which maybe wasn't the most tasteful thing in the world. But I loved uh, Mickey James's crazy persona. We also have another crazy chick on this list that you guys know I love. Uh, but I love Mickey James. She did great work in WWE, but also in TNA. I think she did some fantastic work as well. She comes back. She has the match. Uh, was it with Asuka? in nxt i believe and she i mean that kind of led her way back into wwe and she's been on the shelf she hasn't done anything recently oh does that song make you feel a certain type of way hey i know i feel a certain type of way every time i'm in kcth's television studio at chabot college recording my award-winning podcast the bullet cast Find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. But more importantly, ladies and gentlemen, the Mass Communications Department at Chabot College helps dreams come true. You can join KCTH and the television program. You can join KCRH 89.9 FM, the East Bay's best variety for the radio program. Or if you're a journalist, you like real hard-hitting print journalism, go to the Chabot Spectator. 
They report on the latest news and gossip in local Bay Area Council, what's going on in the Trump administration, what's going on in pop culture, and what's going on in athletics. Ladies and gentlemen, come join that next crop of kids to help the mass communications dream live on throughout Chabot College. Sign up for mass communications at ClassWeb today. Recently, I think when we went to that Raw, or when we went to the Raw in San Francisco, I think she was doing some commentary on main event or something like that. So hopefully Mickey James... You know, maybe finds a spot in commentary or she does some other stuff with WWE. Oh, uh, damn, dude. We agree yet again. We agree yet again. That's fun. Um, I, I did have Melina at this spot. I mean, she could be moved into the honorable mentions. I mean, she was one of the best uh, talents of that uh, Divas era of women who could who could really get in there and do the damn thing. But Mickey James, bro, I mean, you look at the first run, like, I mean, she did have that stalker lesbian anger with Trish, whatever. Uh, but she, she, she was one of the ones during that era that could really wrestle as well. And then you look at the TNA stuff, man. Multiple-time knockouts champion, having great matches with um, uh, Victoria, and then pulling matches out of women who you, people said they couldn't really work, like, but Madison Rain was fine. Brooke Tessmacher, Miss Tessmacher, uh, she was fine. You know, they, they, those matches were good. Velvet Sky was, was good stuff. Uh, the stuff with Gail Kim loved it, man. So, yeah, Mickey James, uh, one of the best to ever do it. And the only woman to hold the TNA, WWE, and Divas champ- Women's Championships. Only woman in history. You mentioned Melina. Shout out Melina. She's on all my list, but... Uh, she's probably my first ever wrestling crush. When she did the splits for the first time, when I saw her, I became oh, a man. We, we, we talking wrestling crushes? I uh, gotta give it to Kelly Kelly. You know, friend of the show, friend of the show. Uh, when she was doing the the extreme expose and all that other stuff, you know, just absolutely go- absolutely gorgeous human being. There we go. Um, so I guess we're at number five now. Well, we're go- we are at number five now. So. Later in the list, I did Awesome Kong and Gail Kim back-to-back, and so I guess it's apropos that I'm doing these two women back-to-back, and even the person I'm at number four, they're all kind of linked together in some way, because at number five, I have Trish Stratus. I know maybe some people might think that might be a little low. I Philip, This is the part what? of the podcast where Philip has a heart attack. Oh, I've been eating better now. I've been eating better. I'm, I'm on a diet, trying to, be a, trying to be a slender boy now. Oh, my God. Um, Explain? So I have Trisha number five. I love Trisha. I think she's fantastic as a wrestler, as a character. I think she's fantastic. But I just think there are women who are better than her. And I know you posted the the photo or whatever on the Bullocast Instagram a couple days or weeks ago that said, oh, is Trish Stratus the greatest women's champion of all time? I feel as though Trish is a tad bit overrated. Yes, she was good. She was really good. But I just feel like, especially with a lot of these women that I have coming up next, there's women much better than her. Oh, God. Oh, God. If this were, like, two weeks ago, I would have had a major heart attack due to all the fatty foods I've been eating. But, you know, I'm on the meal plan now. You know, I'm, 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 I'm feeling a little better on the inside. Oh, God. We're at number five. I'm, I'm just so distracted, I forgot. Um, yeah, I have two women for number five. One is Beth Phoenix, WWE Hall of Famer. No, she she was uh, one of the very few women during the Divas era that could actually get out there and do the damn thing, man. I mean, the people compared her like, oh, this is this is this generation's China or or uh, st- something like that. I mean, she, beautiful woman could get out there and wrestle with the best of them. Glamorella, I popped for the stuff. I'm not gonna lie, when she was doing her stuff with Santino, multiple time women's champion, a Divas champion, had the first ever um, Divas tables match. 
along with uh, Natalia when they were the Divas of Doom going up against Lay Cool. Honorable mention Lay Cool, by the way. Michelle McCool and Layla don't get enough credit for actually how good they were during that time frame. And uh, the other person that's at number five is Natalia. I mean, she's a heart. You know, she's a part of the generation. You know, that, that awesome family. Uh, I, I, I love Natalia. She's super underrated, in my opinion. I mean, people know how good she is, but they don't know how good, good she truly is. I mean, when she got to run with the SmackDown uh, woman's title, I'm like, finally, where the hell has this been? You know, she was a Divas champion. Like, there was like a seven-year gap in between that. I love Natalia to death. She's one of my all-time favorites. And I'd like to see her in a more prominent spot in WWE. And when she was farting, that was an absolutely... Um, that was an absolute waste of the talent that she could, that she was and is. Well, fortunately, I think when Natalia was doing her farting gimmick, that was when I was taking my sabbatical from wrestling. So I didn't watch that Beth Phoenix. That's also kind of when she was at her peak was kind of the time I wasn't watching wrestling all that much. So I, I didn't put her on my list, but I definitely appreciate and recognize what she did. I love the commentary that she does. And NXT, she's definitely gotten a lot better. I know when she first started, she wasn't the best, but I think she's definitely finding her stride. And then Natalia also, I mean, she's really good. You kind of said it, that she is definitely underutilized. I wish maybe she could go to NXT because I feel as though she would get a lot uh, more respect there and get a better spot on the card. Natalia, I mean, I love what she does, but I just feel as though maybe it is because she's a heart is the reason why Vince doesn't push her as hard as she uh, he does. Well, I mean, her uncle did screw himself, so... That's that's and and blamed Vince Ford. So you know that's that that's 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 one of the reasons. But Natalia, I mean, she's the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. You know, got to got to give it to my fellow Canadians, man. Well, let's move on to my number four. I had Trish at number five. Philip almost had a heart attack, and I am Team Lita, Team Extreme all day. So I'm going Lita. I feel Lita is better than Trish Stratus. I feel as though her character, the way she connected with the crowd, and the in-ring aspect, yes, she might be a little sloppy at times, a little reckless, but I just like Lita's character a little bit better. Uh, you know, Even the stuff she did with Edge and that kind of gimmick she had, I love that as well. Yeah, dude, Lita's not even in my top ten, bro. Wow. The disrespect. No, 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 I no. no the heart attack. L- right listen, now. listen, listen. I, I love Lita to death, you know. She lives out here in the Bay. Shout out shout out for loving love loving the Golden State. Uh I, 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 I think, you know, I liked her more in the managerial role with Edge and you know the live sex celebration. I think I liked her more in that role, you know, because that's what I gravitated towards. Um but look, I mean honorable mentions hands down, you know, if you were to ask me like a couple of years down the line, if I were to revamp this list, you may make it. You may lock in a spot, absolutely. But um, no, as as of right now, no. But I mean, awesome talent, Team Extreme. She was involved in the Love Triangle with Matt and Edge that put on some really uh, good matches and some some shoot wrestling angle that we uh that we had in the business. But yeah, back in those Team Extreme days, it could be argued that Lita was the most over out of those three. Oh no, she probably was, dude. Absolutely. And her stuff with S.A. Rios back in the day. See, you're just building my case for why she's better than Trish Stratus. I mean, hold, hold, hold on, hold on. I'll, I'll get to, I'll get to Trish. I'll get to her. Oh, is it time for my number four? It is time for your number four. Uh, she ain't the lady to mess with. I'm going Victoria Terra, whatever you want to call her. Uh, Brandon and I met her at the Cow Palace. She choked both of us. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. I mean, she. 
she, she, she's one of the best. And another one that's super underrated, put her in the WWE Hall of Fame. She absolutely deserves it. Her first run with the company, you know, she, she was doing good work. You know, that uh, triple threat at WrestleMania 19 with her, Trish, and uh, Jazz. Jazz is another one that's super badass, super underrated, that needs to be on anybody's list. Uh, yeah, man, so that stuff was great. And then she goes to uh, TNA and becomes Tara and does her... Uh, does uh, probably the the last uh, best work of her career, you know, in the latter years, and because her latter years in WWE, she was wearing the spider gimmick. She wasn't really doing much. She was being a little bit more cartoony, and then you know she was part of Vince's Devils with uh, Tori and Candice, kind of like a Charlie's Angels type deal. But uh, one of the one of the best ever lace up a pair of boots. You know, she she just quietly stepped away from the ring uh, this past year. She wrestled at an indie show. I, I can't remember who she wrestled, but uh, yeah, man, you know. Lisa Marie Varon, Tara, Victoria, whatever you want to call her, absolutely one of the best to ever do it. I, I loved her as a kid. I, I had a great appreciation for her work as an uh, adolescent, even now, especially more appreciation for her work as an adult. And I want to see her in the WWE Hall of Fame. She's one of them that absolutely deserves to be in there. I do not have Victoria on my list. Give her an honorable mention. Blasphemy! I know, I know, I'm sorry. But... She was one of those women in those early 2000s when I first started watching wrestling that I gravitated to. I liked her. That's why, you know, her, Trish, Lita, Mickey James, Molly Holly, all those women in the early 2000s. I love all of them. And then, you know, I, I kind of fallen off of wrestling. I'd come back and watch her stuff in the early 2010s in TNA. I was like, oh, that's Victoria. She's, you know, a little older, but she's still doing great work. And she's, you know, was fantastic. And is, I think she is one of those women that is a little underrated and it, she doesn't get the acclaim she needs in the I'm not going to say it in the WWE world. I'm not, I'm not saying the word. You're not, you're not going to. I've never said the word. I think ever, and you're not going to hear me say it on this podcast. Wait, 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 what is the? Tell me what the word is after we're off air. It, it starts with a U. Oh, oh, okay, okay. You know what? I think that's what we're going to call our fans. The bullet. No, 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 no. We need it. We need a name for our fans. Brandon. We don't need Colt speak like WWE. I mean, in the click, they have the, we, you know, we have clicksters. We we need we 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 need we need some a name for our fans. Cast members. The cast. I mean, but we're the cast members because we're on the show. The bullets. I don't know. The bullets. I I don't know. We're spewing them. All right. Um, where where are we? Number three. I think so. I oh yeah. So this would be my number three. Yes, sir. We just did Victoria. So I'm gonna go. With a second for Horsewoman. I only got three on the list. So I guess uh, Bailey, not on my list. She's cool, but. But she's from the Bay! Henceforth, her name, Bailey. But I'm going to go with maybe the most talented in ring wrestler in the Four Horsewoman, and that would be Sasha Banks. I love Sasha. Is Sasha Banks your number three? Yes, sir. There you go. I love what Sasha Banks We're is doing. Three for three. Right now, I mean, maybe she's a little overbearing, a little annoying, but I do uh, appreciate her in-ring work. She's kind of one of those women that's a little undersized, and she's a little reckless in the ring. And she, I mean, it feels like every time she has like a pay-per-view or a big-time match, she always does something where I'm like, God, Sasha, don't hurt yourself. And, uh, I mean, I think her in-ring work is, you know, maybe the best in WWE, her character work. NXT and early WWE, I think, is good. And I think she's definitely found her footing again in this run with Bailey. And I just feel that, you know, everything she's done has been great. And I think, you know, everyone on the internet seemingly loves her. And I'm one of those people as well. I know why you have her number three, because you're the Sasha Banks of this podcast with your title runs. Yeah. 
Yeah? Exactly. There you go. Uh, she's my number three, bro. She's the blueprint, the legit boss. Uh, yeah, man. I'm. I, you know, Brandon talks about how he was on that Becky Lynch hype when she was doing that Irish jig. I was on that Sasha Banks hype before she was even the boss. She was still finding her footing on NXT when it was like on WWE.com and Hulu and all that other stuff, man. She was uh, aligning herself with Summer Rae. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I love Sasha. Shout out Summer Rae. Fire TikTok. Fire, absolutely. Shout out Danielle Monet. Uh, yeah, man, look, I, 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 I was very high on her, absolutely, and I still am. Uh, Blue face, Banks, I love her to death, you know. I mean, the match she had at a TakeOver, the first one with Bayley, it, it's it's one of the best women's matches. Hell, it's just one of the best matches I've ever seen. Absolutely, it's in my top ten. Go listen back to that in the archive. And I love what she's doing right now. I mean, she hasn't really found her footing again, and I hate that they kept hot-shotting the title off of her. Like, she gets it, then she just loses it. Like, I didn't like any of that. I did not. You know, but um, look at the matches she had with Charlotte that were good. She had some pretty decent ones with Alexa Bliss. Alexa, another honorable mention. Shout out, baby girl. But yeah, I mean, Sasha has a big pay-per-view match. Whenever she does a dive, it looks like she's dying. But, you know, that just adds to the drama and the suspense of the match. That's the that's the art of storytelling. It's the art of the craft. And, you know, Sasha's one of the very few that has mastered it. I, I love when she's the legit boss. I didn't, baby face Sasha was cool, but, you know, when she's the legit boss, when she has a contract signing and she has the stamp that she's... The stamp of approval that I'm about to whoop your ass in this match. I love it, dude. Yeah, and I was there at Hell in a Cell last year. That show was utterly atrocious. The only bright spot was her and Becky Lynch and that Hell in a Cell match. Maybe the best women's match I've ever seen. I thought that match was fantastic last time I ever saw Becky. For now, hopefully Becky comes back. But uh, Sasha, I think her in-ring work is definitely what I think propelled her to such heights on my list because I think she's had great matches. I mean, the Bailey feud in NXT, I mean, making it making Izzy cry was one of the highlights of my fandom. I thought that was just fantastic. But uh and I mean NXT Sasha Banks might be my favorite Sasha Banks, but I think what she's doing right now and uh you know, kind of sporadically throughout her WWE tenure, I think she's uh, done good work there as well. Yes sir, yes sir. Who's at number 2? So at number two, so number two and number one, when we did our list of favorite wrestlers as general, I had both these women on my list. So I kept it the same order. So if you remember who I had on my list, then you'll know who this woman is. I, I, Philip said I was on the hype train before anybody else was. I can, you know, I'm such a great scouter of talent. And yes, at number two, I have the man, Becky Lynch. I just, you know, when she was in NXT, I could see that, you know, she was good and, you know, she did the Irish jig, but she only did that for a little bit. But then she'd go to the steampunk gimmick in NXT. And I was like, you know what? You know, she has a, a quirky personality. She's really good in the ring. Uh, I still think Sasha Banks is better than her in ring wise, but I think Becky is just right there with her. And then, you know, we kind of see the evolution, no pun intended. Uh, you know, throughout her career, I mean, she gets called up to WWE, doesn't do a whole lot. But then when she goes to SmackDown, kind of gets her own spotlight there. She definitely started to get momentum. And two years ago, uh, that day before the Raw before uh, Survivor Series, when she has the angle, she invades Raw, you know, she's bloody and everything. And, you know, I wasn't really I was going to the Survivor Series and I wasn't really looking forward to anything but that Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey match. And that might be outside of WrestleMania, the most hyped I've ever been to see a match for WWE in general, was that Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey match. Yeah, dude. I mean, you, you really look at it. You look at what she became. She became the biggest thing in the business for a little bit. I mean, she turns on um, 
she, she turns on Charlotte at, well, I think it was like SummerSlam or something, after Charlotte wins the title. And, you know, they tried to make her a heel, and they realized right away, oh, no, that, that's not going to work. You know, usually WWE would just keep forcing it, but they didn't do that. You know, she said, I am the man. And then the stuff she did with Charlotte and at the Super Showdown in Australia and the um, the, the Evolution pay-per-view, just really just solid, good-ish. And the promos with Ronda, you know, I mean, Ronda wasn't really the best on the mic, but, you know, Becky's little jabs and corks carried it. And her standing on the stage after Nia bust her open, Nia, another honorable mention, love Nia Jax to death. Uh, yeah, man, her standing on that stage with her Irish war paint, bloody, you know, just, the, I don't like to use the word swagger, but I'm going to use it just the swagger, standing up there talking mad-ish. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what's up. That's one of my favorite moments. Hell, it's in the video open for our show. You know, dude, so she, she's what's up, bro. I'm not, she, she did become great, and I, I like how, you know, they got the title off of her because it, it was starting to get very stale. It was. I'm not going to lie to you. I think what didn't help was the multiple matches she had with Lacey Evans. If they had just had a one-off, okay, sure, and if Lacey somehow got another one, okay, yeah, fine, but they just kept going with it, and that, that's what kind of started to tinker it down a little bit. That mixed tag she had with Seth Rollins and Baron Corbin, I thought that match was quite underrated. I quite enjoyed that match. Oh, bro, the, the end of days on her? I'm like, oh, eh, that was dope, bro. That was dope. Uh, Baron Corbin should have won, by the way. So lastly, I feel as though Becky Lynch, you know, I, I love her talent. I think she's, you know, fantastic wrestler and character. But I also feel as though she was kind of, you know, lucky because she came around at the, the right time in the right place with Ronda Rousey. WWE definitely wanted to have that first ever women's main event at wrestlemania becky got hot not saying if it i mean if becky didn't get hot they wouldn't have just put someone else in that spot to go against ronda rousey but i feel because becky did what she did at the time she did it with ronda on the come up you know she definitely was a, a beneficiary of the ronda rousey effect absolutely becky becky two belts even though it's not a belt it's a title uh my number two Woo! gotta give it to charlotte flair what, what, what is she a 10 time Woman's champion. She's held 12 titles in WWE, if you want to count the... Uh, of course, you have to count the two NXT title runs, but officially 10 women's, title, 10 women's world titles. She's going to hit flares like... She's going to hit the fake record of 16, and she'll probably hit the real record of, like... It's, like, between 21 and 25. That's 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 that's, that's interesting to me. I love it. I love it. I mean, she, she's had very good matches. The Hell in the Shell, the hell in the cell she had with... Um, Sasha, you know, the matches she's had with Becky fighting over it. Uh, she had she, the, the one she had with Natalia when she won her first NXT Women's title back in 2014. Uh, her dad's in her corner and Brett's in, um, Brett, Brett's in Natty's corner. You know, just just great stuff. And then she this year, she was on all three shows, dominating WWE TV on Fox and on USA. Ross Don't get me started NXT. on her running NXT and winning the title and then not doing a job on the way out. Oh, dude, hey. Hey, her backstage game is strong, brother. Yeah. See, Tessa, that's how you're supposed to do it. Tessa Blanchett, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. That's how you have real good backstage game. You don't do the job on the way out, but you still look good on your way out. Yeah. You kind of said it with all those matches that you highlighted with uh, Charlotte. I feel as though all those women, Becky, Sasha, and Natalia, are better wrestlers than Charlotte. That's why, you know, I gave, I put her on 10, you know, I gave her her respect. She's on the list, but I just feel as though in ring wise, 
she's a little clunky. She's you know not not the best. I feel as though if she if she goes in there, I mean we've seen that match she had with Lacey Evans last year. That might have been one of the worst matches of the year. And if you put Charlotte in there with someone lesser than her, it's not going to be pretty. But if you put Sasha, Becky, Natalia, Asuka with someone like a Lacey Evans, I feel as though they can get something out of her. Because I feel Becky and Lacey, yes, the, the feud went on too long, but I feel as though Becky was able to get some decent matches out of Lacey Evans. And even Natalia got some decent matches out of Lacey Evans as well. Okay, bro, it takes two to tango. Okay, it takes two to tango. All right. Now, there are the very rare instances where great talent has to pull something out of somebody lesser. Charlotte's a great talent. I'm, I'm going to let you know that right now. Look at WrestleMania 34, her and Asuka. That was the best match on that show. And she ended her streak. Asuka's better than Charlotte. Oh, she's not even on my list. Explain that. Her or Kyrie. Explain that. Well, Kyrie's not on my list, but Asuka's on mine. Number seven. Shout out, Kyrie. You, you did you did you do. We're going to miss you, baby girl. Asuka's not on my list, bro. Hell, I'd, ha- I'd rather have Nia on my list than Asuka. I'm going to say it right now. Nia and Tamina. Love both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Okay. Number one, who is it, huh? Let me know. Well, I think you know. I think we know who our number ones are. We ain't share, We ain't gonna be the same on this one. I'm going. My number one is AJ Lee. You know, she was in there in the early two, 2010s. You know, I, I I I love me some AJ. You know, she was in there when nobody was really doing anything. She was planted in the Divas era. She was on that NXT with you know Naomi and Caitlyn and all those other women, and then she comes out. You know. She's not the super sex symbol that everybody that Vince or Johnny Ace would think of. But, you know, she's an attractive girl in her own right. She got over. She did. She did the damn thing. You know, she's a good wrestler. I feel as though she was the best, maybe not the best in that era because, you know, Natalia and Beth Phoenix were still kind of there. And then definitely the time where I enjoyed her work the most was when she was interacting with uh, CM Punk and Dana Bryan and even Kane. And that kind of love square that kind of. Uh, storyline so maybe you know the character is definitely what drove her because in that era wrestling wasn't that big of a deal but i think even though she did do some good work and then when Paige can't comes along and the other women when she was kind of on her way out i think uh aj was doing some good work at the end of her run so you did crazy chicks exactly yes i mean AJ... that's why i put mickey james and i kicked out Paige. oh there you go aj lee i mean you look at it dude she she did do good work i mean she was put into the um the season three, the all-female season of NXT. Uh, I don't even remember who her pro was. I mean, she 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 did good work, man. I mean, her personality really did oh, uh, over um, overshine a lot of the women, and her theme song, a lot of people popped for it. And uh, uh, I forgot how it went or whatever. But uh, let's light it up, light it up, light it up. There you go, there you go. Brandon does have personality. I love it. Uh yeah, I mean, she she did good work. Her feud with Caitlyn's very underrated. I mean, she when she got speared, it looked like she was dead i loved that um and she's responsible for one of my favorite promos against the total divas by the way eva marie another uh, honorable mention loved her she could have she could have been something I, be- I believe in you come back come back we need you oh uh, yeah that 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 line where she said uh you can't lace up my chuck taylor's i'm like oh you know and she was like i didn't need to suck up you know, get it get it i didn't need to suck up to anybody i'm like oh damn she's straight she's talking about sucking sucking that Mwah! You know, just, uh... Dick. Oh, whoa. Oh, we just went for We're it. We're uncensored, aren't we? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, sorry, she, I should I get a parental warning before that? Hide your kids. Hide your kids, you know, please. Uh, yeah, man. So you know that th- that was great, and she did she did good workout. And like I said, I got to see her live with that match with Paige at Hell in the Cell in 2014. It was pretty good. It was really good. Uh, yeah, man. So uh, okay, uh, it's fine. That's fine. But she's not number one, bro. I mean, for me, she's number one. For, I'm ex- for you. I'm for you. happy to say that I was able to see her last two matches at WrestleMania and the Raw after. Okay, for you, she's number one. But. The person she I- was probably the reason, like, I, she was probably my favorite thing watching Raw for a good stretch of a few months there, to be honest. Th- those were some dark days in, like, 2012, 2013. Oh, no, no, th- th- those were some of the best days. I missed those days, dude. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. Punk was champion. Everything was right in the world. Yeah, the big gold was, was around and not that crappy blue universal thing. Oh, Jesus. Mm. Miss those days. Bring it back. Just bring back the big golden. WWE will have positive talks. Oh uh, yeah, so here, here's she's not just my number one. She's probably regarded as a lot of people's number one. Uh, one of the youngest WWE Hall of Famers of all time. It's time to rock and roll. You know, Lil Kim singing her theme song. It's Trish Stratus comes in as as this beautiful, beautiful woman. You know, she's managing Test and Albert TNA. You 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 know what that stood for. You know, you know. It stands for Test and Albert. Absolutely, and other things. I uh, know we're not talking about the company in Nashville, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, she she um she, she had her angles. You know, um, Triple H teaching her how to put in a hammer lock and her stuff with Vince and kissing his kissing his ass and all that other stuff. Becoming the woman's champion, and she got so good, man. She's not overrated, not overrated at all. Look at the stuff she did in two thousand five, man. That's that's probably some of her best work, absolutely. And you know, she uh, retired. As the woman's champion, won it in her last match, beat Lita, Unforgiven 2006, to become the woman's champion seven time. I mean, it, the record's been shattered now, but at the, she held that record for so long. For so long, like what, 12, 13 years? That's how long the record was? Seven time woman's champion, one of the best to ever do it. Um, I, I, I love Trish Stratus, dude. I, I, I did, I still do. I, th- I thought Charlotte would creep in and become number one, but no. Trish, she still has that place in my heart. Absolutely. And she's Canadian. I gotta support my fellow Canadians. So when I say that I feel Trish Stratus is overrated, I'm not saying she's trash and she's terrible. I just feel as though, you know, she's not number one. She's not the best ever. But going back, I will give her, you know, I'm going to be nice to her, even though it feels like I'm bearing her this entire time. But we kind of talked about Nikki Bella. You know, she she was not very good in the beginning, but then she got good to late. I think Trish is definitely, you know, on that same path where she comes in. She is, you know, the beautiful bombshell and you're like, Oh, you know, we, we realize what she's here for, but then, you know, she breaks out. She does a singles run. She, you know, she's, she was okay. Like if you watch those early WrestleManias with her and jazz, jazz is definitely carrying that match. But then once you get to like the mid two thousands and the stuff she does with Lita and Mickey James and everything like that, she's like a completely different wrestler. I mean, she's just she's a, a veteran, she's a pro, and she's just doing fantastic work. So just a quick turnaround time and like and this is only like in a span of like five years, if that. And from to go to utter trash to, you know, one of the best women's wrestlers in the world, that's a pretty good turnaround. Okay. Okay. She's still I mean, the best. I can, she's still I the can best. be nice to her. Still, still better than um, um uh, uh, who's your number one again? AJ Lee, yeah, still better than that. How can you forget about AJ? Uh, still better than that. Uh, AJ better than AJ. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Hey, man, AJ's gonna like talk. 
shit about you on his Twitch now. How do you know I'm talking about AJ Styles? Maybe I'm talking about AJ Kirsch or AJ... Whoa, whoa, he's a friend of the show! Or AJ... Yeah. AJ. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't think of any other AJs. Yeah, there, there are no more AJs, dude. Come on now, man. Come on. Alright, guys, that's going to wrap it up for Brandon and myself. Uh, Bullet Cast is happening... Uh, tomorrow, but you won't hear this until Friday. So yeah, guys, uh, hopefully you enjoyed the Bullet Cast. Hopefully you enjoyed our talks about WWE, AEW, there's a bar fight that we're going to talk about, all that great stuff. Absolutely. Alright, stay clean, stay strong, stay safe, stay quarantined. Diamonds are forever, and so is the microphone messiah. This has been the broadcast. Thank you for listening.